Welcome, everybody, to the 36th episode of the Irrelevant Podcast. I am joined by my friend Jason, who recently had, um, a few moments ago, had some technical difficulties. Yeah, tell Discord to stop hogging the fucking controls for everything. Yeah, Discord, isn't it kind of, like, sus? Or, like, isn't it kind of sketch i don't know i only use it for this i don't use it for any other medium i don't chat with gamers i don't try to pick up e-girls so i don't really know the full potential of uh, discord right i mean i've just seen thumbnails about that it's like the dark side of discord it's like well yeah i mean i know why a lot of people i know why a lot of people use it and i've people have shown me a bunch of like you know really fucked up stuff on on discord but um yeah i don't know i just that reminded me like just the fact that you had all those technical problems and then i was reminded of those thumbnails i saw i was like hmm got me thinking yeah i i hate fucking anything that integrates the entire computer to control it but i've never had a problem for it i think it's a combination of like my interface and discord are fighting for control of the of the volume and the monitoring and all that so discord one <laughs> Alrighty, Discord one. So, anyways, um, Jason recommended to me a playlist of a band named Pelican, who I'd never heard of. Not many people have. Yeah, I was wondering that. Um, because are are they more or less known than Unprocessed? Oh, they're less known for sure. Um, they're a very niche genre, like instrumental, stoner, metal, doom, whatever you want to call it. Um, well, that that's how you know this episode's going to get a lot of views. <laughs> no episode gets a lot of views. So, fucking what? eat me. No, I'm pulling, up, I'm pulling up the statistics right now. None of them now. have got more than like 200. It's okay. Yeah, I know, but... Yeah, we'll just okay, talk about, I'll... like, rushers, and we'll put some controversial, popular topics on every fucking podcast we do to trigger me... the algorithm, William. I'm, I'm looking up the the episodes. All right, Defiance, that got over 100. <laughs> Mariachi over 100. Like, we get an average of, like, 100. Because, you know, like, um, classical music, 80. Star Wars, Clone Wars, 80. Andrew Tate, we got a hundred. You see, like we're we're at like the steady. Okay, Jordan Peterson, and Babel and COVID, that concoction, that combination got a hundred sixty nine plus a comment and an extra like. I believe. Okay, so that, <laughs> going big. So that's good, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So we get an average of like a hundred. Okay, migration. That shit got only thirty seven views. Damn. <laughs> Which is weird because they're actually okay. a well known band. So. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I need to edit these, these thumbnails for these couple of them because like they're they're so off, like like the dimensions are wrong. Well, I guess you have some homework to do. <clears throat> yeah, I need to edit that. Oh yeah, dude. Like. Back like okay six months ago eight months ago we were only getting like damn like 26 views 18 views damn yeah we're fucking rolling in it now okay yeah so we're actually we're doing a lot better <laughs> all right okay yeah S- S- <laughs> slipknot got 193 okay that makes sense 
Um, damn, Chevelle got seven. Seven views. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Damn, dude, this podcast is like over a year old. That's crazy. I can't believe I've been putting up with you for over a year. It's felt like it's only been like three months. <laughs> yeah, that. Fe- <laughs> dude, that's what like everything feels like. It's like eh, it was just a couple months ago, and then it's like it's like high school. Yeah, it was a couple months ago. The world's spinning faster. <clears throat> so, yep. what did you feel? Oh, by the way, Pelican is a instrumental, like I said, proggy, stonery, doomy type of band, but they're more riffy, so you can actually kind of like not space out to some of them, but like you can still head bop or listen to it in the gym. It's a little bit versatile, but they also have a lot of evil, melodic sounding stuff too, and also yeah, trancier um, riffs as well, but... Um, what did you think overall? Because, I, again, I took a couple songs from each album that I like. Yes. So, um, out of the different, like, more indie metal bands you've recommended, I've liked them, I think, the best. Out of, like, what what did we have? Like, um, we had Unprocessed, who is a 6 out of 10 for me. Uh, Migration was, is that the name of the band? No, uh, Scale, Scale of Summit's the band. All right, the migration was the yeah because that that was like um you haven't recommended an album in a while because I think that was one of the oh no it, Hunter the Hunter that was the last album you recommended yeah. from there it's um, from Mastodon yeah it's just been playlist yeah or like films we we actually I think I might do a movie uh, for the next for the next one that'd be good I haven't seen a movie um, in a bit yeah and there's like a bajillion different movies we could watch but like isn't that so crazy how we can just sit back and think like how much music we still haven't talked about and how much movies we still haven't seen people keep making more music and movies never gonna end that's true dude i mean like hey west western world is the bestern world so that's so fucking cringe don't ever say that to me again (laughs) it's 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 kind of true the best western world (laughs) dude the west is the best well, or eh, it's kind of comp. It's more complicated than that. But, um, yeah. So okay. So scale the summit and what was the other one? Fuck. Oh, unprocessed. Um, I think I liked this. Hmm. It's hard to write them because I kind of wouldn't really go back and listen to any of them, but. Um, I actually want to say that I like it better than the other two. Fair enough. Yeah, like it just, it felt like, um, it wasn't really, um, it didn't really grab my attention, but I almost felt like it didn't, like it, it, it didn't have to in a way. Um, the whole point of this genre is really to like make you space out. It's good background music, but these guys are different because they're they're more riffy. Like there's like I feel like they could actually be a band with like vote and like they have two songs. They do have vocals underneath them, but this style is sometimes hard to write vocals to because it's more centered on the um, the song structure is more changing parts and even though sometimes all the stuff repeats like it's more for the vibe of it so sometimes it's difficult to add vocals to simple things but like i said these guys i like their sound low tune pretty sludgy heavy riffs but then again it just kind of makes you space out and they're actually really fun to play um especially and also like i said they're they're longer instrumental songs so you know how much can they catch your attention if you don't like really really love the sound but 
there's something special about them. They're one of my favorites, and um, they're also really good. I, I feel like they're the best when you listen to them on a plane for some reason. I don't know why. Like, you're staring out the window. I can kind of see that. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole, <laughs> like, song structure I was a bit conflicted about because, like, there was times where I was like, all right, this is, this is like, kind of melodic and sophisticated enough to where, like, I, I would want there to be lyrics, but then at the same time, it just it, the songs are just kind of long, right? right. Um, so it, it just kind of makes you like tune out and like you're just chilling. Like I, I it was really chill music. That's what I kind of really liked about it the most. That's the biggest dichotomy um, with Stoner and Doom is that like it's really heavy, evil sounding stuff, but it also is very calming. <laughs> yeah, the, this kind of felt like the better version of like grunge, honestly. I'd say it's a lot more creative than grunge. Because grunge was really right, focused right. on like simplistic rhythms and kind of like you know punky poppy kind of shit. It's like the structure is very simple with some cool effects, but these guys are actually playing like semi complicated riffs and like weird chords. And um, I feel like the actual stuff that they write is pretty cool sounding. Plus the act, the physical sound of it is a little bit different too. I I, I agree with you. That's why like I I think it's almost like what people think punk is, you know. Or like what, like this is honestly like what I think people who like, like bands like Nirvana think that Nirvana is like, I honestly think this is just like the better version of that kind of style, like that style of music. Right. Um, yeah, even though you'd think I'd like Nirvana better because it's obviously it's more studio sophisticated, whatever, <laughs> yeah. melodic, but, um, yeah, but I don't weirdly enough. Um, yeah. Cause like I, I, there is exceptions. I I like Black Flag. I think that's like the only punk band I like. Okay, which is interesting because they're well. I guess they have a very specific energy. So like, even if you don't really like the songs, you'll just like their energy and their live shows are pretty fun. So they're they're that kind of band, just that you know bring you the power type of band. Yeah, but I I, I like Black Flag because they have that kind of garage saturday morning feel kind of like how i got in um the sword i remember i talked about that yeah they have that raw garage sound but it's still kind of polished right right um but that's what that that's kind of what was what, what was interesting to me in this music that i didn't really get in the previous two recommendations for like music was um Oh, also latitudes. That that was kind of more experimental. Well, actually, no, that wasn't experimental. Like, but that's like indie metal, kind of. Like, I forget how many genres they are and like which ones they are. Latitudes is more of like melodic black metal without the screaming, and they're also somewhat riffy too, and kind of groovy. That was pretty cool. That was also cool listening to at like four a.m. Yeah, like driving on on sixty six. That felt like I was on a mission. Yeah, it's very moody. It, it kind of gets you in that. Um... That not cerebral, just that very. What do you call it? Um, <clears throat> I think like in like I not creative, but like something between creative and moody. Just that like that ambition to feel a certain way, or just kind of get you inspired to, you know, reflect. I guess is a simpler way to put it. But their songs are interesting because like they don't sound. Like, they sound very trancy and very chill, but they're playing really fucking fast. That's kind of the, the charm of it. <laughs> it's like their whole songs are them, like, tremolo picking the majority of the shit. 
right. Uh, yeah, I, I really, um, I really liked the album covers. Mm-hmm. Those were I really liked that style. It's kind of it's simple, but it has those colors that pop. You know. Yeah. Um, and they also looked very like I love that one with like the horizon on it. Cause it just made it made me think of a of like a Louisiana sunrise, you know. If like I was going fishing with my grandpa. Are you talking about pelican? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The the. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> we're talking we're talking about like five different bands. I know it's uh, focusing oh. it back. Yeah, the pelican. The first two songs of the album, Ephemeral and the Creeper. The Creeper was the first song that I heard, and that's a really fun riff to play. I always thought that riff was catchy, but then the the first song is kind of like their. How do I put it? It's kind of like their gallopy, sort of like, you know, on a quest sort of riff. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. But the way that they incorporate different types of sounds is really cool. I've always liked the And then, like, I guess it's kind of hard to hear unless you're really into it or, you like, you play with a lot of distortion. You, like, do different fuzz pedals and all that. So, like, that kind of nuance is lost a little bit because sometimes... A sound like this doesn't sound like it's hard to get, but it's very like niche. So you really have to try to get a specific sound like this, as opposed to just you know picking up a pedal or messing around with your amp. Like you really have to fine tune it and build your effects chain and to get the sounds that these guys do. Yeah, um, like but that's why like because of just like it was really simplistic and stuff like that. Similar to the other indie metal stuff you recommended, like it just doesn't really go much beyond for me you know like some of your other recommendations like blood mountain or um yeah but that's that's a totally different thing though because like macedon is on a like they're on a way more technical level and there's a bunch of bands that like i that i have really technical like i just don't think you'd like the screaming in them so that that's kind of the problem there's not many bands that do like singing in that kind of style macedon's kind of like an exception I understand what you mean about how like they're different styles, but I'm just kind of but like that that's kind of what I mean is that like I'm just saying like that like this this kind of indie metal style just doesn't really speak to me as much as like for Mars is Serious or Blood Mountain does or even The Way of All Flesh. I thought that was awesome too. Speaking of, I'm seeing Gojira and Mastodon in Richmond tomorrow. I'm excited. Oh yeah, I remember you were telling me about that. Like fucking, a while I'm gonna ago. die. Those are the two bands I've almost died seeing live in the fucking pit. So uh, I'm gonna rest up tonight. But um, but now I get what you're saying. This is a very, like I said, this is a very stylized type of metal. It's not like it's one that people can either just vibe to or just like not feel interested in. But like it's it's definitely God. I feel like I'm gonna hiccup. It's definitely got like mainstream appeal in the sense that like I think people that don't listen to this type of music can also get into it. Yeah, I can gotta see that. Because it's not just like fast drumming and fucking blast beats and screaming, so like you can actually hear what the instruments are doing and kinda, you know, catch a melody or catch a groove or a beat or whatever. Yeah. Um Yeah, it is almost like like you said, it is strangely relaxing. Like I could Honestly, imagine this been playing it like you could play this in like a cafe, and I think it would still kind of meet the like the uh, the ambience, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely could play it like somewhere in a cafe. I sometimes I play it in the uh, in the store, and you know, always kind of it's it's great for like working on stuff, music. But the yeah, yeah, yeah. So like yeah, like I I was I was working on a spray rig today. I, it kind of fit nicely, and I was also writing up a bunch of paperwork. 
and that and that still it just kind of got me in that like um you know because there's times where i'm listening to other music while i'm working where i just, I just love the music so much where i kind of have to stop and just like listen to the music you know yeah <laughs> i'm like yes pay attention to the music or i have to stop and like like start dancing and stuff like that yeah 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 because dude some music is just it hits too hard yeah, some of them are, and that's always fun. We can you know, have a piece of music just take you out of what you're doing and like say, who the fuck sings this or what song is this? I sometimes have that happen when I'm working and then we're shuffling a radio station or a playlist and then I'm like, who sings this? Um, Dude, sometimes I need to like, I need to like stop because like I'm like OCD. I'm like, no, oh, I need to know what, what the artist and the name of the song was. <laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah, so those first two are kind of like they're uh I thought those would be like a good intro because those ones are very in, like specific riffs. The next two I think are the most evil sounding songs on the on the playlist were Nighttime Stories and Cold Hope. Those ones are just fucking grueling and just sh- like chunky. I just I love these fucking songs. They're always like, you know, if you're yeah. in a weird kind of like frustrated mood, they really help you just get all that shit out. Yeah, dude, I liked um I lo- I I really liked nighttime stories yeah that riff is fucking awesome <laughs> i bet yeah before it's like yeah it just fucking it just crushes um and I, but i i'm i must say sorry where those songs kind of didn't do it so much for me as the other ones was that like those ones you know like they were still like written i guess in the, the same song structure and they were kind of relaxing, but also they weren't because it was just so dark and grueling. But I felt like it was still written kind of in the same. I don't. I don't know how to explain. Like I just. I just felt like it was trying to like make me relax because it was. It was in the same formula of like the other songs, right. but like just based on like like the the note and chord choices and everything like that. I was like, hmm. I guess this. But I'm like, hmm. You know, is is that a good thing? Like, am I? Is, maybe it's just. It's making me feel unease, you know, and that's just the point. I don't know. So I kind of relate because and I know what you're saying. And to me, I actually, that's one of the things I find that's really cool about Pelican is that they, no matter how evil their shit sound, they're trying to make you relax. And it's the way that they, it's the, it's the way it physically sounds versus the notes that they're playing and the effects that they're using. But specifically, um, with, uh, with nighttime stories, that song in particular, I always think of the ocean, like the ocean is a, it's. You know, it can be an ominous feeling, but also relaxing at the same time if you're not scared of it. You know what I mean? Like if you like if you force yourself to just relax to it, you know, you can kind of rest it like it's like uncertainty. But sometimes uncertainty can be exciting or it can be relaxing. So I like when you can feel two conflicting emotions at the same time because there's things in nature that just innately do that. And you go back and forth of whether you are uncomfortable or you're relaxed and so I, that's why I like why Pelican tells that line because, like you said, they they have grueling, evil-sounding stuff, but then they try to like ease you in and make you relax to it and kind of like submiss you into feeling like the beauty of the heaviness. I guess is a you know pretentious way to put it, but also the album cover. The album cover just kind of also encapsulates that feeling to me too. I don't even know what it's supposed to be. <laughs> like a cave. I know, but it's it it's really pretty, like the red and the black. Yeah. So those two, and and the same thing with Full Moon Black Water. That one was more just like a, a little riffy, kind of song, and that's why I didn't include it. I forgot to. That's why I didn't include this one. Never mind. Um, so those two, I I think are like like the Cold Hope 
there's one of my favorite riffs to play um, because it has a lot of dissonant chords, but at the same time, like again, they're trying to make you relax, which is it's very strange. Like most bands don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so that's why like this band is the winner of those three that I mentioned, just because it just has that little touch of interestingness to it. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's something specific, because, like, there's a lot of bands that kind of sound and do this kind of style, but Pelican is one of the only ones, in my opinion, that do it in a specific way that can just, it's very, like, like I said, it's just, like, interest, interestingly ominous, and there's another band called Russian Circles, which is a similar band. I don't know, you might even okay. like those guys better, because they follow more, they kind of almost sound like Mastodon, they're, like, their leads are more complicated, they do more complicated stuff, um, <laughs> but it's the same sort of stuff, but... I just wanted to do something different because these guys are more melodic, I think, in a weird way. But, um, yeah. Right. Um, but ultimately, I mean, it's, I, it's the same criticism I have of the other two is I just can't really see myself, like, listening to this anymore. I think it's just a matter of, um, like, I don't want to use that because that's not, that's not what music is supposed to be. I don't feel like you should just have to like get into it more to un- like appreciate and understand it more. But I think like it's part of it, or it could be part of it. I guess. I guess. It, I, mean, I guess this is part because like when I've listened, to, like I've listened to a lot of bands in this style, and like they stand out to me from the rest. And but that's what the bands with vocals like these like the fact that these guys don't have any vocals is a little bit. In- but also, like the whole point of Doom and, and Psychedelic stuff is supposed to be repeating notes and riffs and melodies to kind of zone you out. So they're doing, like, it's not, like, simple, simple stuff. Like, I find, like, if you try to play some of these songs, you'll probably find that you can't really play them because they're a little bit difficult than they sound. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and the chords are doing a little bit weird. So, like, the switching of them, you might not be as fluid as what they're doing. So that's the other part of it. And, but I don't want to say that every single time just because I play them and know, like, what it takes to play, especially, like, with Macedon, Gojira, on Process, and then these guys. Like, they all take a very specific skill to play. Like, you can't just pick it up and do it. You know, even if you're a really good guitar player, you still have to like learn the subtle nuances and the harmonics and picking it the way that you need to get a specific sound or get your pedals to like overload the overdrive and distortion the way that it needs to to get this like sludgy, heavy sound as opposed to, you know, tight and percussive. So, you know, there's a bunch of different things you need to do to kind of get this sort of style. But again, you know, music is music. So if you just don't like what it sounds like, then it really doesn't matter how much, you know, understanding you give it. But. Uh, but but again, like this isn't like is the stuff is always more of a gamble. Like it's it's not conventional in really any sense of the word, really. So that's that's the one thing that it's always interesting to me, is like it's not a conventional type of music. Right. No, it's um it's not. But then it, like you said, it is kind of interesting because it kind of sounds like it could be. <laughs> um. It's trying to be more but, palatable, yeah. but like but like it doesn't. How do I, like no one on the radio sounds like that. That's what I'm saying. That, uh, true, and that's why. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of leaves me somewhat confused. I guess you know. What do you mean confused? I don't know. Like you know, when music, like it just, it's very clear what it's going for. Sometimes, like it's mysterious. You don't know what it's going for, but that's like a good thing. Like in this thing, like in 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 this one with Pelican. Some of the stuff I'm like, yeah, I could, I could pretty much see what you're going for, but there's just some things about the music where I'm just like, mm, like, I just, I don't know, yeah. 
What was your uh, favorite song off the tra- or off the list? Probably, um, I really like nighttime stories. Let me pull up the list again. Um, yeah, because that that one and Cold Hope, are, I, I kind of go back and forth. But my favorite of all time, and this is just the fun. Like every time, like I use this rip, like this song as a warm up song because it's just it's it's simple enough for me to not think about it, but it's also fucking just heavy as shit and it's just like the riff. It's like an eight minute and twenty four just onslaught of just heavy riffs. And then you just, it's the perfect song for the gym and it's Drought. I fucking love that yeah. song. That was, yeah, that, that that was a good one. But I think The Creeper, that, I think that takes the cake. That's your favorite one? Yeah, because I just, I liked how long it was and I liked how just kind of zone out like, yeah, you know? And it, it's kind of, it's, it's like the most versatile song, I think, uh, yeah, this is the one that actually could have had lyrics to it. Like, I feel like like vocals could go good. On yes, song. I, 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 I do agree with you. Yes, that's the first song that I've heard from them. Yeah, but that opening riff is like it's it's a really catchy fucking riff, and then like the heavy chords it goes into, and then the overlaying melody. Um, yeah, so th- it is satisfying. Which um, it, it it's the most satisfying song. Yeah, it's like it gives you all the audio fucking the audio porn that you need, um, and. And what's nice is that most bands don't, and Mastodon is another great example of bands that really utilize two guitar players. Because most of the time, bands, like if you listen to a record, you maybe the, the second guitar is doing a harmony, but it's usually like overdubbed in the studio. But there's not that many bands, I feel like these days, and this is exclusive to like most modern metal bands that are using or they're utilizing two guitar players effectively. It's usually just playing the same shit or they're playing like two different parts that kind of don't fit or they're just doing a specific harmony or they're just like holding out some notes to add an effect so it's like there's not like counteracting melodies and like different riffs being played like not intricately but just they have subtle differences in between them to make a cool sounding final project together so i've always liked when bands utilize two guitar players because there's two different people in there for a reason Um, yeah yeah the creeper is Um, that's that's a great one but yeah like i said drought is just like that perfect gym song and live because like they that was like from 2003 so when they play that song live Mm -hmm. like they're one of those bands they're really great live bands so like their their live um stuff sounds better than their record stuff because because they don't have to mess with the vocals to ruin the song they do all their mixing with the instruments so it just gives you a really good sonic performance so any live song that they do i think is a lot better um, wow, the albums, okay, especially cool. with Drought, because like they all, it's like one of those things that's always in their set list, and like it just sounds fucking crushing live. Oh, all right. But are they still like they're still like, like together? Oh yeah, or a- active? Yeah, they're still okay. active. I think they're having a new album come out soon. They've been doing it from like I I believe since two thousand, early two thousands, late nineties, somewhere around there, um, from Chicago. But they've they've. It's. I think I know that one of the, the the main songwriter guitar player has been the band. I think he started. and He's just been consistent throughout. But they've had a bunch of lineup changes with different guitar players, and I don't know about bassists or drummers, but, um, but, I don't know. They're just. There's one of those bands that like they're derivative of like all the other bands, kind of in this style. But like, there's something specifically interesting about them. I think they stand out from the rest. But the. I got some. Yeah. I got some undertow vibes. On like the first half, 
you know? Yeah, it kind of gets that visceral rawness that Tool has on Undertow. Um, yeah. Which is why like, I, I knew it was... Yeah, go ahead, sorry. So, yes, like, I knew it was Tool, but I'm like, all right, it's definitely not, like, Lateralis-era Tool. It's, it, yeah, it's definitely, like, oh, like opiate um, Undertow Tool, you know? Like, that grungy, dark, like, you know, but also kind of, like, a vibe, you know? Like, and you can kind of, like, just chill or even dance to it, even. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it has that kind of thing, and that's why, like, sometimes it's, I've always wondered what it's like for them to have, um, to have vocals on it. And which is why they do it have in some of the songs, but like they don't have vocals. Like they they changed up the style of the song to kind of I think to kind of mix with the style of vocals, or maybe they, I don't know if they wrote specifically for vocals. Like I don't know what they kind of did, or there's a vocalist added over top of it. But it sounds like they changed up their riffs. Like the the song the cliff. I th- I think that one and final breath are the only two that have vocals on this playlist. But. Well, I mean, it was a an interesting listen. Um, don't really think I would ever listen to it again. <laughs> what do you give it out of ten? Yeah, six. Okay, fair enough. Like it's definitely it's definitely positive, but I think seven is when you get to stuff that it's like, yeah, I definitely listen listen to that again. I feel like for me, eight's when I listen to stuff again. Seven's like I would only listen to it once in a while, like when a song gets stuck in my head and I need to get it out. Um, and then eight's like if I would go back and listen to it again, and then like a nine is I if I really like it. I guess like I'm stricter with my rating than you are. I mean, it's it's out of ten, like subjectively, so it's like how <laughs> it, it's everyone's it's gonna be different. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, true. Uh, not the not the school's version, but right, because a seven a seven a seven is not a a, a D. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you some aggressive. I'm gonna go a total 180. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you some like aggressive like rap metal that I've been listening to, and see what you think about rap that. Rap metal. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably okay. I can't assume anything, <laughs> but I don't think that is going to please me. I think it'll be interesting just to get you out of your comfort zone because a lot of it's actually pretty catchy and it doesn't like. It's not like I guess it's kind of out there in terms of like. Actually, not really. I mean, I feel like it's it's a very traditional kind of style, but they mix it with like trap beats, and it's kind of interesting. And like I said, the the hooks and the flows are catchy, so I don't think it'll be something that's too out there. But I think I'll go in that direction because like I have fucking like genres of this shit, like the psychedelic and doing stuff for days. But um, if the indie stuff isn't really catching your attention, then I'm kind of running out of metal because the rest of it is just standard, like, you know, death metal and, like, the more intricate stuff like Mastodon, but just the vocals are a little bit rougher to get into. So, I don't really, like, there's not too many bands that can do that style well. That's why those guys are at the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. But, but I'm going to try that. Try that rhythm next time. <laughs> Alrighty. But, um... Yeah, well... So that was Pelican. I like that. Are they from Louisiana by any chance? No, they're from uh, Chicago. Oh, yeah. Fuck Chicago. Sorry, fishing a s- smoothie. Um. What is <laughs> what does Chicago have that's like? Like, what do they have? I don't really know anything about the city. Like they're. What do you mean? What do they have? Like their exports, their landmarks, oh. like their culture. No, they're just their. Yeah, the culture. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I've heard some people tell me it's, like, 
a Midwest New York almost. Yeah, they're very artsy kind of. I know um Second and Company, which is like a I don't know if they're owned or I I, get, I don't really know what they are, but they're they're somewhat involved with SNL or a lot of like a lot of people from Saturday Night Live came from Second City. So that's a lot of performers and theater and stuff there. Obviously, music is big there. One is like uh, drill rap, which is a lot of Chicago rappers, and then there's also a lot of bands that come from Chicago. And they're, who are yeah yeah I I understood it was pretty media, um, yeah, like like I know the Dark Knight was shot in Chicago. Yeah yeah I I don't know I've never been there so I don't really know what's up but I know like a lot of shows and movies take place in Chicago and they do some filming there like I said a lot of music so it is I mean if it's the New York and the Midwest I think that's accurate it would have been Detroit because Detroit's also a big music city too but I don't really hear people talk about Detroit too much these days most people are just talking about Chicago. Well, what rappers are from, um, what what rappers are from Chicago? There's a shit ton. Uh, Chief Keef is one of them. Oh. Um, fuck, uh, I can't. Man, put me on the spot. But he's like, I think the largest one. But there's there's a million fucking rappers from Chicago. It's, well, no, Kendrick's from L.A., right? I I don't know where Kendrick's from, but a lot of rappers come from uh the famous O Block, the apartments where all the fucking gangs fight each other at. So that, everyone raps about that place. <laughs> oh okay mm, who would have thought yeah but you know I, I don't know yeah I, I i don't think chicago is a place i would visit because i can i can just go to dc for my cultural music and art experience and i don't have to travel fucking anywhere to new york or chicago or detroit or la to get my fix so i think that's just they're just a regular city but i, I think they have more crime I don't know who's... I mean, LA's bigger, but I think per capita, I think Chicago or St. Louis is probably the worst. Detroit, dear God. Well, Detroit's making it's a like... comeback, though. Like, they're actually having economic stuff, and they're rebuilding a lot. So I don't think Detroit was as bad as oh, it used actually? to be. Okay. But I, I think Chicago okay. might be the worst now, mainly because the fucking mayor, Lori Lightfoot, just fucking ruined that city. Oh, yeah. I heard she is... I, I don't really remember, like, what she did specifically, but I've heard people just, like, she is, like, just a total dumpster fire. Yeah, so, like, obviously, it's it's she's a fucking... Um, I, what I've heard is that people, or she just doesn't give a fuck about the community. She's like spending money at a bunch of dumb shit and no one likes her. Like not even like the Democrats that voted for her liked her. Like the community doesn't like her basically like she's done nothing to help crime. Crime's gotten worse under her. So I think people are saying it's because of her policies. And then a lot of the times the, the viral videos that I've seen is she's always getting hounded at press conferences. Like journalists are basically saying like the statistics and she's, basically saying they're all lying and that crime is down, you know, so I don't know, but I don't really know her policy specifically and I don't live there, so I don't really have anything to compare it to, but I just have heard that she's probably the worst mayor of all time in America. <laughs> oh man, that that's not a good title. <laughs> yeah, but I think, yeah, <laughs> like she can't hide behind the fact that she's like a black Native American lesbian anymore, so I think they're... She's Native American too? I think, so. well, her name's Lori Lightfoot. So I'd assume some part native. Oh, so uh, oh, I guess she played every card in the book, and I guess her luck has run out. So, <laughs> right. Um, I remember there, she ran a bunch of red lights, and then everyone made like a bunch of memes about how she just like was just like it's like like the rules for thee, but not for me, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she's probably yeah, she's should... the prime example of like give me money to solve your problems, J.K. I'm gonna line my pockets and you know help out my friends. <laughs> yeah, but um, 
Yeah, because I'm trying to think of like cities in America that I still want to go to. I guess I guess like at some point I want to go. I mean, I have been to L.A., but I was four years old, so I don't really remember anything. L.A. has this very specific charm because I mean, obviously there is a ton of crime, and it really just depends on where you go. But even when you're in the popular touristy, you know, downtown areas or popular areas, like there's there people don't really fuck with you too much. Like it's it's about what you expect. It's kind of what I thought, and I figured like I mean it it, it kind of probably has like. It's like New York where it's just like it has everything like you could possibly think of. So at least like you'll just you won't be bored, I guess. I, I think it's more fun than New York because New York, I don't know if it's the fact that like everything is so crowded. There's not a variety of stuff. Yeah. There's not really a variety of stuff to do in New York. L.A., you can do anything. Mountains, beach, fucking, you know, dining, music, whatever you really want. They have pretty much everything to do there more than new york does. that is true because i forgot because like when i was saying like it has everything i meant like i guess like just food music and all that stuff yeah like stores it has everything but like yeah and also yeah dude, it what just I... visually looks better too like new york just looks like a shithole like it's a fucking it's a, and especially i haven't been there in years so i've heard people say that it's like even worse post-covid because be, like businesses oh, were fleeing dude. and all that so i haven't even been there when it's been at its worst so i assume it even looks shittier now crumbling infrastructure dude, I... I was there like about three weeks ago. Doing what? It was like, I I was driving through there. Oh. To get to Rhode Island. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, it was awful. It was like a wasteland. Yeah, I last time I, mean, I was like, like 2014, so even then it was shitty. Okay, well, like, the actual city itself was like fine. Because I was in, like, just the crowded part where there's, like... I mean, like, it it, it was just, like, a decent part. I mean, I, it just kind of felt like a like a prison, almost. Like, with the... It felt like it was enclosed. Like, just with these huge, like... Like, um... Skyscrapers. It felt like I was in some sort of, like, fake... Like, simulation of a, of a city in, like, a video game. It was really creepy. Yeah, you do feel get a sense of like enclosure. I mean, you are pretty much you know trapped on an island with a couple bridges to escape. You know, <laughs> but um, I, right. Yeah. But it it's it's just so creepy because like you just you you don't like you like you're in front of so many people. But like, and I know a lot of people have talked about this, but it's just so true. Like you're in front of so many people, you're surrounded by people left and right. But like you don't feel safe, which is like a really strange feeling you know yeah because typically when you're surrounded by a bunch of people obviously you'd want to but it's just like the fact that like you don't know anybody you have nothing in common with anybody no one has anything in common with anyone there everyone's just like you just i just kind of see them buying like bullshit they don't need and it's just kind of gross and just just gives me bad vibes yeah and the people are the fucking worst dude oh my god especially if you ride the subway yeah dude Oh yeah, no, oh. and like the the people. Oh yeah, I heard, I heard about all those stories. Yeah, that shit's. I think that's the main but difference like, about L.A. and New York. So, I mean, obviously L.A. It like I said, it really depends on where you go. But like the homeless there, like they'll they'll come up to you and like they'll like at, like they don't really bother you that much. Like, and dude, I've seen people legitimately like smoke crack on Hollywood but like Boulevard. Like they, like most of the time they'll just like do the standard like ask you for fucking like money or whatever and sometimes they'll get like aggressive like oh fuck you then like but they won't like hound you but people in new york fucking hound you 
Oh yeah, and even to get in, in your shit too. Yeah, and yeah, in DC, like it's the same kind of premise as DC, but LA, like, they're it's weird. So like, obviously the people are fake and plastic and always wanting designer shit, and they don't really want to talk to you. So most people like kind of stay in their own lane. But also a lot of people are like fake friendly. And I'll take like fake friendly over just like you know pussy ass boy, you that boy, get that money, that boy. Like shut the fuck up, dude. God, I fucking hate New York. It's so annoying. Yeah, and also like the 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 people at restaurants are just not like they're just so rude. Yeah. Like I can just tell like by their face like they're like yeah I hate my life and I'm like yeah I I know. It's the then, same like, thing why with, are you like, fucking... Philly and New Jersey. It's just these fucking Italians that are so, like, arrogant and annoying. It's like, God, I fucking... Well, you know my they're view on Italians. actually, like... <laughs> I know, but they're actually, like, not the people who I'm bothered by in those cities. Um, I actually... I, li- I like Philly more than New York. I mean, that's not spreading, but... Um, I think... Because Philly's, like, smaller, and it has a lot... Of... I love the cheesesteaks. Those are... S- like, you have to go there to get a cheesesteak. Yeah, I know. It's when I, what the fuck everyone says. Like, how, it's a sandwich. I know. It's like, how it's good like, can a fucking I, sandwich be? It's, a, it's goddamn steak on bread. Like, what the fuck? Right. And it's like, I don't want to say that because it's just what the boomers say. But, like, they're right, actually, on this one. Like, you do have to go to Philly to get the cheesesteak. I think Philly looks worse than, like, it's like, that's a really crumbling city. And, like, Philly's also one of those cities oh, yeah. where, like, almost everyone, like, I mean, obviously this is specific neighborhoods, but, like, it's a whole neighborhood of people just walk around on fucking opioids and cry. Everyone looks like walking zombies, like, and, like, people have well, been... That's, like, I think every city has that. Yeah, but, like, Philly has like a lot of concentrated the, just... areas, though, because, like, obviously, like, in D.C., you'll see, like, a couple of them, but, like, I've, unless you go to Skid Row, which is, like, a whole collection of people... Um, but mainly it's like a, like a community. It's like, it's like mainly just homeless people in tents and like, you'll have like maybe a couple concentrated, but like, I feel like Philly, there's whole areas where people just walk around slumping <laughs> and that might be different yeah. now. I don't, I haven't been there in forever, but I remember when I was it's a, in New Baltimore a, too. Oh man, dude. I had to go there one time for work. That was just like, can I go home now? <laughs> yeah. And I'm tired of this notion. People are like, you know. I judge you based off how you talk about addicts and the homeless. I'm like, the problem is getting worse. So all the people that care in the world can't fucking fix it or they pretend to give a shit just so like people will like them. So I don't hear dick. Like, I really wish people would realize soon that like anybody who's like, the, oh, help like, the poor, it's just how they are. It's like they don't want to actually like, you know, get their lives better. They want to keep them like that so then they could just get voted in office and make a bunch of money off of it. Yeah. You know? I more mean the people like that, the... like, just want to, like, I, I don't know. I haven't actually read the statistics, but, you know, people that, or not people, the I think this is all mainly in L.A., but there's actual centers where people can go and shoot up safely, um, stuff like that. And you can shoot like like heroin or do drugs or whatever they fucking need to do it so, like, where they don't overdose or they won't get a disease from, you know sharing needles or whatever oh. it's like giving them a space to do it so like i i think i'm i'm with the decriminalizing it because that does nothing it's just to line the pockets of the city and the private prisons and all that um but i don't like people like the way people have explained it to me is that like it's not really supposed to help them it's just to make them like feel humane or just make them feel like empathize as human but you know they'll die a, a human i guess <laughs> I, I don't know yeah but like e- either way they're still addicted to drugs and like that's not how you stop that from happening 
know? Yeah, it's it seems like it's not that good of a fix. Like, sure, you might stop somebody from getting AIDS, but, you know, you might help them get their last fix of an overdose. I don't know. Right. I don't know if they monitor um, it or not, but it's just, like, I don't feel like... I, I feel like decriminalizing it is a good start and, like, finding actual, like, programs to help people get off of it, but I don't think the government is really interested in doing that, obviously, because, you know, homelessness and, you know, drug addiction keeps getting on the rise with everyone caring about it, apparently, so... <laughs> right yeah it's interesting how that works but um yeah but L- la i guess it just seems more i mean i know it's not every area i'm sure there's areas that are like just butt ass ugly over there but mm-hmm. um it just seems more i don't know like vibrant i guess no it is like i would just people are doing stuff everyone's right. like out like playing soccer skateboard longboarding rollerblading yeah they're doing something yeah, whereas... they're eating and dude the fucking food like people like i know new york has pretty good food um, so like, I'm not going to knock York them, does, but LA's like, they, food top, they do. dude, top down fucking hand to God. LA is the best food. You go to a fucking truck out there and it's phenomenal. <laughs> dude, just, just wait till you go to new Orleans. Um, I'm t- I'm telling you, man, uh, like yeah. the, I, when I went back there for Christmas and it's like, Oh, like, you know, we're stressed. Like, you know, we're, we're driving the whole day and we get there and it's like in the hotel and then it's like, you know, the, the, where all the families kind of dispersed. We do our own kind of things in the city, I think. And then like. I'm, I'm back at the hotel and then there's like the food like like one of my i think like my sister got some stuff and i'm like oh man like i just i took a bite of like the popcorn shrimp and like the fried like the onion rings and i'm just and like i dipped it in the sauce like the cajun i'm like mm, okay yeah i want to be back in new orleans right <laughs> yeah yeah i i bet the food is fucking a1 and i like cajun food so that'll be great 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 time yeah and they got a yeah. They got so many good things down there. Um, yeah, like um, is that another place that's gotten of... rough, like rougher post COVID? Oh yeah, it got ju- it got as bad as it was in like the seventies. <laughs> Shit. Like there was um, like the actual uptown neighborhood that I'm from. Um. I was, yeah, I'm actually from like the really, really nice part of it. They like there was crime getting all the way out there, like concentrated on average because crime everywhere. But I guess it's just depends. no, but it just no, no, no. But it, like it was, it was very rare that like you would hear on the news that like you know, like of crime in that neighborhood, right? Like you're talking like like home invasions, like burglaries, like murders, like what crime? Yeah, like like burglaries, like people like destroying cars and stuff like that. Um, yeah, like like break-ins and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, because I guess like the like the criminals were just kind of realizing like, hey, like why are we stealing from like other like poor criminals? Let's just <laughs> go to the rich. Let's just go to the rich because it's not that far away yeah, actually. Dude. Yeah, like when I so I lived in two different houses. Like the other one that I lived in was not that far from, like. If you walked like maybe not even like a mile in, in in a certain direction, you'd get to like where Lil Wayne grew up. Uh, I always forget it that he's from Louisiana. I watched a Hurricane Katrina movie back in the day, and he was in it <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> he's a cool guy. Um, his lyrics his music... are really fucking stupid, but like, there's some of the most quotable lyrics. Like if you look up, um, like. Little Wayne dumb lyric compilations on YouTube. You'll laugh your ass off for like ten minutes. I love that song, Blunt Blowing. 
Bet I mean because like I mean, he's he's just he's he, he's like the meme rapper. Yeah. But he's not like he he's like the meme rapper that like people respect you know because like there's just rappers where it's like okay just like stop you know yeah like it just like you know like blueface like it was funny for like you know a month but then it's like okay like just stop his songs like obviously you can go back and forth between who has talent but like if you're comparing the two like they're both funny i, I mean obviously the reason why blueface is funny because of the drama that he gets in with his girlfriend so like them like abusing each other is fucking funny but his music is just really bad I don't know why he got famous. Like that's that's why he's known for. It. But like I feel like Lil Wayne's music, even though it's stupid, it's actually like unironically good. Like it's catchy. It's he was one of the yeah, but first actually, few rappers I listened to. Yeah, and some of it I I really like the 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 hooks and everything. Oh, yeah, and it's, it's got it's it's got a good style. Like it and everything, you know. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Um, this was why I hate because like I and I don't actually mind it too much because I feel like most modern rap it's taking like a R and B kind of soulful direction. Not that many people do like. Not that it's popular because like obviously the 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 rap that I listen to is borderline metal and it's really aggressive. But like nobody does it like dirty aggressive like rap shit that's popular anymore. Like most people just do like weird artistic stuff or it's R and B esque. Yeah. Which is yeah, fine. Um, like it's or, a cool sound, but like or, or, it, it, done, it didn't dominate back in the day with like Eminem, Fifty Cent, you know, Doctor Dre, like all those guys. It was like straight up, you know, gangster rap, which was in my yeah, ears better. Or I, whatever. I know Kendrick did like he he implemented like jazz and kind of stuff like which I I like that. I love to pimp a butterfly. Yeah, no, I like the styles that he incorporated into his music. Um, but that's kind of what I'm saying is everyone kind of moved towards that vintage jazz R&B kind of thing. And it's the same thing with like Steve Lacey, Frank Ocean, Bruno Mars. Well, Bruno Mars wasn't really a rapper. He was more of a pop star. But he's going into that direction too. Or he, I guess he's always kind of Actually, been that way. I think I, I said my favorite rapper was Kendrick. Well, okay. And keep in mind, guys, like I really don't like rap music. So it's like when I say that this is like my favorite rapper, it's like just, just for context, like. It's not like I'm listening to these people all the time, and there's still many things I take issue with their music. But um, actually, Tyler the Creator is my favorite rapper. I I do like some of Tyler's music. I f- I feel like it's people really play it up to be better than what it actually is. But some of the songs are actually really catchy, it, and he he's, he also goes through different styles too. Like not every album is, is every album I think is really different, which is really cool. He kind of pushes the boundary, but. I don't know. I feel like people give him way too much credit, but I do like yeah, his. Music. But I think, th- I think he is as good as he says, as people say. But like a lot of people don't like him because of like how he is kind of like strange. That's what I like music about styles. Him. Yeah, he's fucking hilarious too. Right, I like his but that's what... on life. Just fuck it. But like some of his songs, just it, they, it... they're just too like. He yeah, yeah. Like there is some of his stuff where I just like cannot get into that. Yeah. Like I tr- like I love um um what is it Igor that uh, that's a really good album. Yeah, Igor is good. But then I tried listening to like Wolf. I was like, this is I don't like this. Yeah, I couldn't get into that. <laughs> yeah, there's like Wolf and then Flower Boy. I actually think is pretty good. Um, I think the first song that I heard from him was Yonkers, um, where he's like fucking around with a cockroach and then he eats it. Like that was a great song. But I think he had to, and I, it's been a while since I've listened to his newer stuff because I just kind of fell out from listening to him. But I don't think he was, 
slightly or nearly as offensive as he used to be in his lyrics. Because he, he wait, you said you. Hmm? I I know he's like a a chill guy, um, and he's got that kind of deadpan like style of humor. Yeah. Um, and he like just, he doesn't take things very seriously. But like you're saying, like you like his outlook on life. Like what exactly is it? I feel like it's pretty nihilistic or appearing to be nihilistic, but he actually has a lot of ambition because he is really passionate about music and he samples a lot of really um, nice vintage stuff. So um, he's one of those guys that like, I think is just bored with life and he's bored of, you know, like hearing what everyone else has to say. So he's just doing, you know, everything in his power to just fucking just like counteract that with his own style. So I've always liked when people, I, I like that attitude of just bored with life and just like doing your own shit kind of thing. And sometimes it doesn't make for the best music for that reason, but I like, like, I totally respect the shit out of him for just doing what he does. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, I feel like I would be, like, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I, like, most people I feel like don't really have anything interesting to say. So, you know, fucking <laughs> just do your own thing. So I, I feel, I mean, obviously he might have a totally different you know, answer if you asked him that question, but that's just the impression that he gives me. So he could, he could be totally different. You know, I don't, I don't know him personally. I don't know his philosophies, but that's just what he portrays and what I get from it. Like out of all the, right. And so that's why like out of, if I could like just hang out with any rapper or like have dinner with any rapper, like he would definitely be it. Yeah. And also with Kanye West, just because he's fucking insane now and just says some crazy ass shit. <laughs> Everyone's pissed yeah, off. Yeah, no, okay, okay. Like, this is the exactly. the shit was the final straw. <laughs> right, and but it's like I still, as someone of Jewish ancestry, like really could care less because I'm like, guys, it's Kanye. Like, also, it's not just that he's just like gone off the rocker. Like he just says insane shit in general. So it's like I can't even really hold him to any standard. Like he just needs to be on fucking medication or something. Like he's gonna kill himself eventually. <laughs> if, well, that's the thing. It's, like, it's like no one no one knows like if okay do we take him seriously like he's he is he bipolar he has something because like it it sounds like he speaks with a lot of conviction he doesn't really seem to be like the trolling type it it sounds like he's he says something and he just kind of says it but he doesn't actually like know what he's saying and so when he tries to explain himself he just goes further deep into like this rabbit hole of word salad where he just like he's trying to explain what he previously said but he's doing it by explaining it with more weird shit that doesn't kind of make sense but it sort of relates to what he's talking about it's it's really strange to listen to him talk but i'm fascinated by it but people keep holding him to a standard like you know he should be more responsible with his audience like the dude is clearly fucking going mental <laughs> <laughs> yeah um like it's part of the reason why he probably got divorced and just fucking going insane. Yeah, that shit was probably not fun. But I don't know. I like I I don't know any. It's 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 easy to look on the inside and just you know judge. But you know I don't really know what people are going through at the end of the day. I can only imagine that having that much money and just being at that level it just fucks with you no matter how well adjusted you are as a person you're just going to lose reality at some point because you just you do stuff on such an elite level that not many people get to experience like that just has to fuck with you it has to like honestly dude because like he it's really strange though you can tell that there's people that just they have narcissistic tendencies just innately regardless if there's they're good like yeah <laughs> regardless if they're good or if they suck a... but kanye he's one of those people like he's like 
he has this weird complex where he doesn't like it's very difficult to explain um I've, I've this is the first time i'm trying to ver- like verbalize it but i've had it in my head for a while like he is one of the f- i don't know if he's one of the few people but he definitely seems like he's not a narcissist he just has this like really strange complex about himself but he doesn't I don't, I don't know where I'm fucking, I hate doing this on the podcast. I hate verbalizing my fucking thought pattern because it always ends nowhere, but he just, he has, he has a different type of complex that I've seen in very few people. He's not the standard, like, you know, I'm a fucking art, like, you know, people just, they, they, they sound like they feel like they're smarter than everybody. I feel like Kanye just doesn't actually believe in the shit that he's saying. He just like says it. And then because of how much success he got, he's like, yeah, I guess I'll roll with it. I can't really take that back. <laughs> I, I guess like i just i don't know it's just so hard I, I i really don't know when to think of him i hope he gets help because his old music was really good I, I hope he's like legitimately going through something meaning to say that it's an actual concrete fix that he can do because i don't know like he, I, I feel like he's gonna like kill himself pretty soon eventually you know those people that just get dangerously obsessed with random shit and they're really passionate and they just end up taking their life i feel like he's on that path and i hope not so hopefully he can just like take some fucking meds, chill out, go on a retreat or something and just mellow because I don't know. I, I, his lifestyle is clearly not working for him currently. Yeah. But I don't know. Again, it's, it's, I can't even say shit because it's, it's so difficult to figure out what you'd be like at that level. But obviously I, he also has a lot of smart, like, I, I feel like he's better at like, you know, running businesses and making money than he is an artist. <laughs> like, I feel like he should focus on his shoes and clothes and all that shit. Being as weird as he wants, people will buy it and just keep his mouth shut. That's what he just needs to do. I mean, like, Yeezys are really ugly. I don't know why people... Yeah, but they're really popular and, like, there's not other... Like, they're also a well, lot emulated, too. Like, a lot of people emulate them. It's like the Croc thing. Like, Croc's really fucking ugly, but they just kept beating it in our heads that people like them and now... You know, I go to the Croc store and there's every type of person, you know, every walk of life in there. It's not just like neckbeards, white trash, and nurses. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's one of those things that like people are just going to be like after 10 years, like, yeah, it's a classic style. I don't, I don't hate it anymore. I'm never going to wear it, but it's just like, I understand it now. <laughs> I see a bunch of people working out in, in Crocs. Yeah, I, I still have never worn a pair of Crocs and I refuse to go down that rabbit hole. Not because it's like, ugh, I can't wear Crocs. They're ugly. It's just because, like, I don't know. I just, I don't feel the need to wear Crocs. I'm also, like, I like trends. And so, like, as soon as I, like, I'm on a pattern of not doing or doing something, I just want to stick to it till I die. It's like with Chipotle. I've never gotten a bowl for no reason. I just, but now since I've never done that, I'm always going to buy a burrito. I'm never going to buy a bowl ever. Dude, <laughs> I just... I just get the burritos. I'm like, just just give me the, like, you know, it's just more satisfying. Yeah, I mean, I, I generally prefer it more, but it's just the fact that I've noticed I've never gotten it, so now it's just like, I gotta keep the streak going. You know, I just, I'm all about streaks for no fucking reason. I'll go out of my way to, like, fuck myself over if it, satisfy, if it satisfies my streaks. <laughs> but, nah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like artists are just held at the standard when they're when they should be just regular fucking morons like the rest of us. Like if you give somebody regular a platform, it's probably like 
you know, if you throw me a couple billion dollars and I get drunk every now and again and start doing actual podcasts that get views, like I guarantee you I'd be in the same boat. <laughs> I'd just start losing <laughs> my mind. Man. But. Yeah. Have you run out of steam? <laughs> no, I mean, I was just, I was looking at just like, I was looking at like the, the Kanye and then it was like, just like other rappers and like the suggested and I just see like, I don't know. It's just it's a bunch of rappers, man. There's too many. There's I, so many fucking people. I, I finally gotten to the age where someone could have millions of followers. I have no fucking clue who they are. And it really irritates me that I feel like I'm falling behind. <laughs> it's like god damn it i'm so old like i forget who is like who like who is the the what and i'm like this person is that person and there's this too, too many people and they're all like generally like sound the same and then i'm like do they i don't know it's it, it's just too much it's like superhero movies like it just it's so sad it got so saturated for me i'm just like Ugh, no yeah it's just I don't know. There's nothing interesting anymore. I think all this overstimulation is finally getting to me because before I've really tried to grab myself like, all right, I'm limiting how much I go on my phone. I'm really only using social media for memes. I don't mindlessly scroll and get addicted to all that bullshit. But it's gotten to the point where it's like I I feel left behind on slang. I feel left behind on music stuff happening, and it's weird because a lot of people that make music now they're like they're in their way in their early twenties, and it's the highlight of their success, and they drop out usually by the time they're thirty now. So it's just like fuck man <laughs> i'm going through like a quarter life crisis <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah fuck <laughs> but i don't know i i just i'm i'm fighting it so it's like i always tell myself like, i don't need to know all this dumb shit i don't need to know who these irrelevant people are like fuck it <laughs> yeah dude just listen to spanish music and your life will get that much better <laughs> <laughs> you're just trying to foreshadow to make me spend money you're Fucking dumbass club. <laughs> I wasn't really thinking of that, but yeah, sure. Um, cause it's good music, man. Like, it's not nihilistic and it doesn't make you feel depressed. There should be like a artist that does that. Like, I, I, I challenge all the, the Latin music makers to make something depressive and nihilistic and see if you can mix it. I can't. It's just. Like, That's why I'd be that'd be I'm, so fucking fun to, and very interesting to listen to, just to try to see people confuse like, dancing to it. <laughs> like, is this a slow song? Is this a sad? Song? Like, what is this? I mean, there's like some darker kind of sounding songs, but it's just because they're in like minor keys. Like, it's not really talking about anything bad. It's just talking about. I don't know, like getting in the mood, and actually, like in the playlist I just um, I just put up yesterday, which is my second Cuban playlist. There's this one song called "Cumbiamba" by the man himself, Guillermo Portavales. I think is what his name is. Yeah, it's just it's just in these really brooding, like dark keys, and it sounds it's really old like i don't know how old it is probably from like the 50s or something like that and just the audio is just it has that crackling sound and it just with those brooding key like it sounds almost kind of creepy but it still has that latin rhythm and he's just singing about like you know just like oh wait no that's not on my fuck i'm thinking of the wrong song it was the same artist never mind but it's, a, it's the same feel for both of the songs. But um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Did that make sense? I, I get what you're like, trying just... to say. <laughs> I mean, there's there's some um it's weird. Like I I've I've heard some Latin songs where like they're talking about uncomfortable things. Um but they don't sound dark. Like there's this one called La Rebellion, which is just the rebellion, and it's just talking about like the slave revolts, you know? Like yeah. but it's like, oh okay. You know, yeah, I imagine I mean, they get more political that... than nihilistic. Yeah, they're just political, I guess. Like there's this one called Plastico about just people like you know, like like the upper class and every and everything and like the elites in Latin America just you know, and how greedy they are and everything. Yeah, I can imagine. Which is interesting that, yeah. like, they didn't form to more of an aggressive style of music as most of the time. Well, I guess that's not true. I feel like... You got rap I, Yeah, right I, I'm, I'm walking that, but I don't know why. That's, that was a fucking dumb statement. Yeah, they have a ton. They have a ton of That Spanish was a fucking dumb rap. statement. I, um, scratch that. But I think in terms <laughs> of that style of music, I think it's, it's interesting that there's not much more of that, you know, kind of... I'm, I don't know. I mean, I guess I can't really say that either because I don't listen to the majority of it, so I don't even know if a lot of it's political or not. Not really. I mean, generally speaking, it's mostly just about simple things. Like, even, I guess, like, the darkest thing is it'll just be like, if it's not, like, some political thing like that, which it's not even that much anyways, it'll just be like, you know, like, you know, like, like, F you, I don't love you anymore. I don't need you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's a bunch of, like, like sassy kind of salsa songs that i like to play um if i just want to get in like a mood booster like yeah i don't need you man or something like that you know if if i was just mad about like something that like somebody said i'm like yeah you know what f you yeah um which i'm very excited to show you all the different you know like the the vast uh array of salsa styles you know it'd be really interesting and I would, like I said, I would challenge any Latin artist out there to just make something different is having a caricature. So like an artist makes salsa music or something like that, but like in the, under the guise of a serial killer, basically writing his manifesto and how he romanticizes like killing people and then missing them after they're gone kind of shit. That'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> Doing like a complete, um, like horror themed salsa. Because I feel like you can incorporate the kind of two styles and it would sound like really creepy, but also really interesting. Yeah, there actually is some horror salsa I've, I've heard. I mean, it actually, it doesn't sound like, I mean, it, it kind of is scary, but like not really because it's just kind of like, um, it's like Tim Burton scary, like Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. Like, like it's it's just like you know like the evil laugh kind of stuff. It's 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 funny evil, but it's still kind of evil, <laughs> and it's still kind of like ominous. Like the when you when you understand the lyrics and stuff like that. Like there's this one called actually not. I don't know if how much I should talk about these songs when like most of the people listening to this, whoever is listening to this, thank you if you are. And like they barely they, they probably wouldn't even know what it is. You don't know what it is. So I'm like, should I just wait till the recommendation or like I don't know. I mean, you can describe it. Yeah, probably if you. Gonna go full nerdioso on it. Mm. Right, there's this one I really like called El Esqueleto, meaning the skeleton by the Latin brothers. Um, and it's about this guy who goes to the cemetery just to like 
he just wants to know like you know what what's the deal with this whole like life and death thing like why do we all die and stuff like that and then he and then a spirit like confronts him from the grave and he's like yeah so like this is what the deal is you know like you're gonna be here i was in your position you're eventually you know huh, maybe soon gonna be in in my position you know right and it's like and and um he was like you know we got rich people poor people like it you know black people white people like everyone's here you know everyone ends up here you will too you know <laughs> i kind of always i mean that's the one thing i always get from that type of music is that even how simple it gets there's always some sort of like positive overarching message within every single one of them um and even though i don't speak the language it's always something that i feel when i listen to it which is interesting mm. yeah like i like they do have that kind of overarching death theme yeah and stuff like that but it's always like positive like it always has that kind of spin but it's not romanticizing it but it has like a you'll be all right kind of feeling or like it's this is your coping yeah. this is your coping time right but like the one i'm talking about like it's really almost like kind of mysterious and just leaves a bunch like it just kind of leaves you thinking but it's also just like a fun salsa song it's really interesting hmm. yeah yeah i can't i still need to listen to the psychedelic to salsa i'm really interested to hear that yeah there's that i need to get more of that listened to because i know more of this the psychedelic cumbia because that's more developed of a genre psychedelic oh, salsa yeah. is just kind of like it's kind of just something where i'm like all right that sounds like it would be psychedelic you know i'm sure it's just regular salsa but it just sounds too much there's certain salsa songs where like they just sound too different than regular salsa so like i'm just like yeah that just kind of is just it's just psychedelic salsa because of like the the weird instruments they use and like the the way it's just the instrumentation you know yeah but yeah it's 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 like psychedelic and kind of yeah yeah <laughs> i guess i just couldn't remember which genre it was yeah whatever you mentioned last time definitely excited to listen to that i don't know i've always liked trippy shit especially you know hearing what people around the world can do but yeah like i think latin is like the second trippiest music to like indian stuff Indian music is really trippy. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't even think they're in the same realm. Like, I, I don't think, like, Latin stuff is super, super trippy. Oh, no, I feel like no. it's, it's more, well, like, happy and dancey. It's not, like, trancey. Unless you like dancing like, and tranced out to it. But, you know, I don't really get that much out of dancing. So, for me, just listening to it, I don't get that feeling. Yeah, but, like, Latin, you know, like, um, like when you get the guitar kind of Spanishy stuff in there, and then... Spanish music as well and like Middle Eastern music is that is really trippy. Right, yeah. Um so like when you mix that with like all of those different like rhythms that are influenced by like the Native Americans and stuff like that, you can get into some pretty trippy realms. Yeah, um, no. I I've always liked that tribal sound and a lot of it is I think I don't know if it's I think a lot of it comes from Brazil, I would say. Brazil always has that trippy tribal kind of sound, especially with the drums and the little mouth harp that they use. And the, it almost sounds like a didgeridoo, but it's something specific. I can't remember what it was called, but yeah, they got a lot of that in samba. Yeah, in Bagoji. Yeah, so that that's always cool. I've always like primal sounding shit. Um, 
that's why the cool thing I liked about uh, Amazonia and off of Gojira's latest album is they threw a lot of Brazilian um, instruments and kind of styles incorporated into it, mm-hmm. so it kind of trances you out. But, but yeah, Indian music is really cool. Yeah, Indian music. <laughs> yeah, Amazonia was cool. They. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's really good. Amazonian school they like, uh, they raised a shit ton of money um, for a local Brazilian tribe, so they're always about you know conservation and um, helping out and stuff like that. So they donate a bunch of proceeds and donate a bunch of guitars signed to it, and they actually went to cool. Brazil and then did a bunch of ceremonies with some of the native elders there. So it was kind of cool. That's cool. <laughs> All about the forest, Brazil. I want to have a house there one day just in the mountains it's wherever like i mean in the mountains yeah that'd be awesome yeah like honestly anywhere in the country well okay not in like the the favelas of rio de janeiro but <laughs> no, um nor in the places because like i would want to live in the mountains but also i don't want to live in the places in the mountains where they cut people up um yeah you might want to like, avoid they that they got a yeah, they get a bunch of, like, you know, drug, like, gang stuff over there where I'm like, yeah, I don't want to live over by there. Um, yeah, they have a bunch of fucked up, like, murders and stuff over there. Is the Brazilian government still fucked? Um, yeah, because they just elected that the socialist guy again. Oh. <laughs> um, Neat. Because, like, and he was literally... He he was jailed. Like he was in jail, and then he got released from jail, and then they everyone voted for him again. I'm like, what is wrong with you? What did he promise? Well, he's like you know socialism. Well, I mean specifically, like what did he promise? Like economic equality, you know? Yeah, I mean social all the benefits, you, social programs. Yeah, dude. Like you, yeah, like you've heard it from. Like I don't necessarily know the specific, but I mean, you've heard it from time and time again. And it's like, well, okay, and the thing is, like, it was probably, you know, the election was probably fake, you know, because it's it's Latin America. Most likely. I mean, our so, elections are fucking fake, so I, I can't imagine how people outside of us are doing. <laughs> right, so that's why, uh, <laughs> like, um, I don't think that the Brazilians actually voted him in, because it was actually pretty, the country was actually pretty split. I think it was actually, he was... Um, the other guy was beat, was um, winning in the polls for a while, but then Lula is, is the socialist name. He he won, and then um, I think that was to get because like the the guy who was running against Lula is Bolsonaro. He is really similar to Trump in like his not just like his politics, but also just like how he presents himself. Like he's very like you know just deadpan. Yeah, and it's just, like, he has, like, a bunch of things where it's, like, man, like, he had the balls to say that, like, <laughs> you know, um, and he's just also kind of goofy, but then, like, you know, and just, um, he's just very, like, unapologetically, like, right-wing, you know, um, but then he has, like, you know, that same kind of criticism of him, but there is also a bunch of people who, like, really love him, right, and they think, like, oh, no, no, he's he's good for our country and everything um but then it's a similar deal where like after lula won people kind of think that like 
they won, but then like they they just kind of assumed that like because you know they they probably knew it was all fake, right? And Bolsonaro as well probably thought it was fake, right? So then they thought, all right, he's just gonna he's 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 gonna definitely revolt because he knows it's fake. So then we can make him look bad, right? We can be like, oh, he's a threat to democracy and everything. But then Bolsonaro was like, nah, I'm good, I lost. You can take over the government. <laughs> and they were kind of like, oh, shit. You mean we actually have to like do like, stuff? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Because 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 they because they the the whole like left wing in Brazil was like banking on that fact that like they they were like all right, Bolsonaro is totally gonna flip his shit and try to like say that the election's fake so we can just like you know, you know we can profit off of that. But then it never happened. And it's like fuck. What do we do now? It's always funny when politicians don't have any angle to create fear or division. So, like, they just have to actually, like, oh, I guess I have to, you know, do what I said I was going to do. JK is going to be off of the next pre- like, how What are their term limits? Like, is it? I don't know. But the thing <laughs> I think it, like, it changes all the time because their government, it, it, it it's not like ours, where our, our government has been the same government for, like, you know, pretty much since 1776, but like their government changes all the time. And I don't know how many constitutions they've had. Um, so it's like, I'm sure the terms change like every president. I don't quote me on that. I don't know, but that's just my guess. Um, pays to be king. But Oh yeah. There's a big, um, there's a big, um, movement to bring back the Brazilian monarchy. Under what? The Catholic Church? Oh, yeah. I mean, every monarch at the time was was a Catholic monarch. I don't know necessarily in that same style now, but 10% of the country wants to restore the... I think it's the Braga House. They want to... Because they, they know who is related to the king. Um, Pedro II of, like, the 1800s. They, they, like, they, have, they, they follow the line, and they know who's related to him. They're like, yeah, just make him king. Like, that'll be better. Because, like... Like, you know, because the, the, a lot of them are just like, yeah, we don't want to, like, just, you know, have Brazil be taken over by, like, just this gross consumerism and, and you know, and have just, like, the president be, like, just another political puppet, like, every single thing. Like, it's just annoying. Like, can we just, can we just get a king and just he'll take care of everything for us? <laughs> I really wish people would stop putting their faith in this kind of shit. Um, I, I, I feel like, cause like I, for example, like our government, right. The whole point of having a three tiered government system, you know, legislative, judicial and executive is it's supposed to be checks and balances, right? It's not supposed to be people, you know, fucking arguing and dick teasing and blocking shit from actual change to be happen because they need to win a political, you know, favor from their donors. Right. So it's like, if you actually have checks and balances, I feel like that is the best way to run it, but you know, that's obviously not what they're doing. It's just what they, you know, what you learn on in the paper. textbooks. Exactly. So it's like, I, I don't, yeah, on paper, I don't get, but it's just like, it. it's just like human nature. It's just like, especially when a government like that gets that big, it's just bound to like, it just, you know, like, um, but that's what I'm saying is like every, like, you know, four years is just a grab for power. And just to see who can yeah. control all of the government fastest and then block shit off and budget meetings get fucking delayed. And that's why we go into recessions because they can't pay off their shit. But I just, I don't know. I, I feel like if they actually do it the way that it's supposed to be done, it could be a pretty, you know, 
tight form of government so it's like we weed out the shit that doesn't actually work and then you know keep going with the stuff that does just based off the fact that people specialize in doing one thing so it's not one government organization that controls all aspects of life you know financial um judicial or you know social anything other than those guys is but what i do think is funny is that (laughs) i don't know if this is a true number or not but it, it was coming from like cbs and cnn and they're usually pretty left wing, so I guess Biden's kind of on the way out. He must have pissed off some fucking, you know, some donor or something, because <laughs> the, the poll was like sixty eight. And I don't, I don't know, if, you know, you know, statistics are in this country. Everyone claims every, they know the right statistics, whatever, right? But they were claiming that sixty eight percent of Americans think that Biden is way too fucking old to re <laughs> to rerun for president. Like his cognitive ability came into question. It's like. No shit, the dude can't even fucking speak a whole sentence. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, it's not like he's just totally told by, like, all the other people in the thing just to say, because he doesn't know what he's saying. Like, Yeah, I just thought it was funny that they're finally admitting it, and they're like, we probably should not have a fucking near 90-year-old being the leader, supposedly, of the free world. Right, I'm like, I don't care. Like, Donald Trump, say whatever you want about him, but it's like, it's not worth getting rid of him to have, like, Joe Biden in the, you know? It's like, it just, that's not worth it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, know. You know? I, I don't feel like life has really changed but, all that much besides this shit with Russia, because I feel like we keep poking the bear on this one, so God knows what that's good. But I feel like everything's the fucking same, and the fact that COVID happened. But now COVID's over, so, like, from here on out, I don't want to hear any bullshit about covid or like trump era policies or all that bullshit so it's like it's and that's why like i hate when everything shuffles back and forth because all these presidents do is just blame the previous president like trump just blamed blamed obama president or policies obama just blamed bush policies biden just blamed trump policies like it's just how it fucking goes until we die like fuck yeah yeah until the last person you can blame is god and it's like oh shit can't blame you (laughs) God, who should I vote for? <laughs> well, but like the has going a little bit back to the Brazil thing. The thing about the whole Lula thing and how he was in jail, it's just so like hilarious to me because like he was like I think he was the vice president. Like, don't quote me on any of this stuff, but like I just I'm pretty sure how it was. It's like he was the vice president of like this guy who like they found like all of this like corruption with like like just like i don't know like like money laundering and all this stuff and like oil and 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 whatever and then like they they impeached him and then they found out and and then like i think i don't know if it was two if they went through two or three but like they went through him and then it's like they went to the next guy and they realized like a couple you know a little bit on the okay he was involved and then they got another guy yeah and i think the third guy was lula and then they realized he was involved <laughs> there's like three people you know like the three like fuck damn they got a pyramid so going they, there fucking <laughs> right so then they just put him in jail and then now like he's out of jail and people voted for him again i'm like what is like guys what well then again like i said it probably wasn't real and it's totally not like all the like i wonder how many people were in on all that stuff i really want to like be in the meetings to hear how they decide who gets to do what and how much money you need to spend to achieve it or how much dick you need to suck to do what you want to get done i really want to go to those meetings just to hear how they talk and just like 
hear the arrogance of like, yeah, we're just making big decisions that interact and, you know, affect millions of people. And, you know, if you supply my interest, then you'll get your funding. So I really just want to go to those meetings just to hear the bullshit that they say. Because I'm sure it's fucking yeah. gold level comedy. Because how, like, I, I don't know. Like at least that that would be hilarious like how do these people like i mean they're fucking you know not actual humans and they're just sociopathic lizards so jokingly <laughs> i'm not fucking people, serious man. obviously god don't kanye west me people but the lizard people, <laughs> man. you gotta i'm not fucking serious chill out but um i just i really want to know like what makes them tick because like murder is the only option and Everybody that's listening, like, in the next, you know, couple of years when this really hits the fan, like, you're going to have to start killing politicians. Like, there's just no way around it. There's no there's no bartering. There's no voting. There's no, you know, negotiating. It's just murder and death. <laughs> that's just what it's going to come to. It's just assassinations are going to be hot on the market again. A lot of pipe bombs in government buildings, a lot of homemade, you know, guns, like the one that killed the ex-Japanese prime minister. Like, it's just, this is just going to be the new normal now because, like, they just wake up and just want to fuck with everyone for no reason. Yeah, dude, this is, like, some fight club shit you're talking about. It's true. It's, like, (laughs) I can't imagine, like, because, like, I mean, if you talk to anybody, unless they're, like, so cucked that they need everyone to do everything for them and make their own decisions... No one respects any politician, even the ones that they vote for because they don't want to vote for the other guy that's worse. It's like they don't even like the people that they vote, let alone respect them. So I don't understand how, like... So this is kind of getting me controversial. But, like, the only one that, like, I kind of respect, kind of just because he's not even really a politician, is Donald Trump. Like, You can't really respect him, though. He says funny shit, and, like, he says... He, he, he opened the floodgates for politicians to say whatever the fuck they want and really don't have much repercussions. But, like, if you look at his life and all the shit that he's done, he's it, there's really not much to respect him for just concretely from the stuff that he did. And I'm not even talking about, like, policies about when he was president because, again, you know, how much of that is even them? Like, I, I feel like presidents don't really do shit. They're just kind of mouthpieces for their party or the, you know, the companies that, you know, pay the money to get them there. So, like, I don't even care about the shit that he was saying as a president. I'm just saying, like, the stuff that he did before. Like, a lot of it was, I mean, he's in oh, yeah, dealing with all but, the consequences but, of that now. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, like, that that's, like, every person in public. I mean, it's, like, I could honestly care less about that because it's, like, if. Well, that's my point. So it's like they're all like that. So it's like they no none of them really deserve respect. No, but I mean in like in terms of like actually like the stuff he says and his his whole like branding and everything. Because I think most of the branding it's just total bullshit. But I I at least I like Donald Trump because he's like, all right, like I, it's like regardless of whether or not he cares or he doesn't, it's like he's really the only politician that is like you know like he he goes you know the whole drain the swamp thing like i just i like that that that's a good that's a good uh yeah, but i don't really think slogan. he did that like did you did you think he really drained the swamp like really i mean it was really fucking hard because the, even the fucking republicans were against that's the thing it's that like a lot of the republicans were against him too i'm like hmm, i wonder why well that's my it's whole because yeah. he wasn't really a politician but like but that's my whole entire point like no matter who it is whether it's trump Biden, like anything they say, it just doesn't fucking matter because they're not going to do it. Like you, people can pretty I mean, much that's... guess what the interests are of our country no, and I... like what, 
what they want to spend their money on and what they don't want to spend their money on. Like most people can have a generic guess, you know, you know, military versus education, drugs versus, you know, actual programs that help, you know, anything to tax them and, or anything that they can tax and get more money. That's what they're interested in. Or that they can protect banks or protect the stock market of whatever fucking company. Or like with COVID where they get to, you know, revel in all the insider trading before shit happens in the public so they can line their own pockets and not have to fucking worry about it. Or like let the public know when something bad's going to happen. Or like with direct, he's like, the, here's a perfect example, like the, the that big train accident that happened in Ohio that fucking leaked a bunch of bullshit chemicals into the, you know, into the water, into the air, like everybody was blaming everyone. So it's like, oh, it's Trump area policies that deregulated, I don't know, the fucking brakes or like, but companies have been getting away with that for years. It's like oil rigs explode, like they've been cutting corners and the FDA and all those other motherfuckers have done nothing. Or I don't even know who regulates the transportation system in our country. I, I don't know who that is. I'm blanking at the moment. But mainly with food and, you know, what's toxic to us to consume or be around. Like, they don't give a fuck. They'll just get bought out. Well, hey, because the problem is, like, there's no private ownership anymore. It's so, like, no one's motivated to actually care about that, you know? What do you mean there's no private ownership? Those fucking companies own all that shit. They own most of the land in this country that's not government-owned. Like, national forests and building sites, like, or um parks and all that but like they yeah, own all this shit but like but the government's still like so into like in like you can't really even own anything which is so like you see what i'm saying are, are you talking about for, like regular people yeah but yeah, even yeah. those companies though and even like if you get that big like you're just you're you're basically you know like yeah, like big tech is a big example like you're basically just like another branch of like the the c like the cia and the fbi big tech and the government do not get along they're always fucking like making people testify in front of Congress. Like they do not get along. Maybe that's what they want you to think. <laughs> well, I'm sure they're doing backdoor deals, but like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. The government, like, like anytime this... they're like, "Hey, we need to get into your, someone's iPhone," and Apple's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> it's our privacy. <laughs> I'm sure they still get into that person's iPhone. <laughs> I'm sure they can do it, but it's just the fact that they just like private companies just won't. But the same thing with Facebook. So it's like. I, I don't think the government cares that our private information is being leaked to China. They could give a fuck, right? No, because they get money. Like, that. that just, like, they, they sell out the American people. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I think because, like, anytime a company testifies, I think it's because, you know, they didn't get their cut. So, like, maybe Facebook didn't pay off the right congressman. They're like, hey... You know, you go, oh, you guys are who's like who's Cambridge, who's Cambridge Analytics, who fucking like oh this is it's like with TikTok, the same thing is like they TikTok is a Chinese company. There's no way the fucking government can make a shit ton of money off of that. So it's like they can't make. I'm sure they make money somehow on it, but they can't make a really good deal because it's China. So that's why they're making this big deal. Like TikTok's the only platform that is a security risk. Like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> TikTok is kind of gay though. Well, um, yeah, it's it's awful, but again, it's just the platform. It's the the people. Like if TikTok was gone, there would be another one to take its place, and all the cringy motherfuckers will just flock to another platform to spread their bullshit. So it's like my point is that like since it's a Chinese company, the government can't stick their fucking hands in it. That's why they're pissed. Because is it a security risk? Maybe, but so is every other motherfucking thing you log into and put your social security number in. Everything is fucking hackable, no matter how encrypted it is. I'm sure they could. <laughs> I'm sure they could still get their hand in it, even if it's Chinese. Like, it doesn't really matter. Well, not more of a hand. Like, they can't make a deal. Mm, I don't know. 
I well, like think about it. Anything the government really fights hard to fucking like you know go against, it's because they're not making money. Right. So that's what like I'm Donald saying. Trump. <laughs> Anything. So it's like Mark Zuckerberg, fucking TikTok, any of those guys. There is another company. Who else? Oh, the fucking the the whole Wall Street shit. They made those guys. I don't. I actually haven't followed this, but the the people that they were targeting for perpetuating the GameStop spike, like they were mad at those guys because they fucking were losing money probably on short or short selling. Oh, yeah. So it's like anytime they had, that, anytime like, someone has to testify in front of Congress, it's probably because Congress didn't get their cut. Because <laughs> they any wasn't that whole thing. What? <laughs> That whole wasn't that whole thing with GameStop. Like everyone on Reddit was like, "Hey, buy all these stocks," and then like yeah, they noticed that they were like companies were shorting GameStop to drive down the value because they were betting options against it or something similar to that. I don't quite know how the back end logistics work, but they were doing some fuck shit and like like people noticed it, so like, "Hey, fucking keep buying and holding," so like we can. I think it was options. Like if you bet options, it's like you get to exponentially increase your 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 buyout or your reward if you know you bet against if the price is going to go up or down so they purposely like devalue a company so they can bet against it i think that's how that works i may be wrong anyway they were doing something like that and people were like fuck that we'll buy and hold and they just completely fucking lost like all these hedge fund assholes and all these goddamn fucking italians and jews lost all their money and they got pissed off and went to the government <laughs> so I don't know. It's just all fucking dumb. Stocks. I still don't really even... I mean, like, I have them, but, like... And I have investments, but I still don't... I mean, I kind of understand what they are, but I still don't. It's kind of... <laughs> It's all bullshit. It's fucking made up. It's... I mean, there's not really I mean, one way to explain it, because even the way that you're taught, it's probably not how it works. And all the rules and regulations is not even worth it because it's never followed except for, you know, us commoners. Like insider trading, government does that, corporations do that. Monopolizing, oh, yeah, that, they all do that. That's like not Buyouts, a Buyouts, mergers, yeah. and, you know, keeping things not publicly traded. And it, every, dude, every single problem that's not getting fixed is because it's protected on the stock market or shareholders will lose their ass. If something gets, you know, like, the, I, I think the one thing they have to change is, like, gasoline. Like, the, the world's going electric. Like, they're going to have to find a way to integrate. So, all this oil stock and all that shit, like, they're going to have to figure out a different way to go because they're going to lose their ass. Like, you can't stop that innovation train. I still am not convinced it's going to happen. I don't know how soon it's going to happen, but it's the way of the future. Like, like gas is in natural resources are just not sustainable. Like, it's going to be electromagnetivity is the future, honestly, and like, battery. After all, like, the we still have plenty of gas left. Like, after that, we could just go to coal. Yeah, but it's, we'll go back it's so inefficient gas, compared to electric. It just is. The only thing that we need to right, figure out is, the, like, the battery situation. Like, with the batteries need to be 10 times more insane and nicer and not explode. Like, that's that's honestly the biggest problem. Like, the, dude, electric, there's way more torque. You can pull shit more. It's faster than gas cars. Like, it's just, it's and it doesn't use as much energy. Like, it's superior in every way. Yeah, but it's really fucking expensive. Well, that's my point. Like, they're... That's, they need to figure out the batteries. That's what I'm saying. Like, until they figure that shit out, then, yeah, you know, gas is going to hold on for maybe five or ten years. Well, cause but it, the world's going in that direction, regardless if they like it or not. So they're going to have to force to integrate. 
it's still like I I am still not convinced it is because like people are gonna realize like oh shit I can't afford this car and also like it does just as much if not more damage to the environment to get like mine the stuff to get the batteries that, like, that's what more, I, yeah th- like, that's what i'm saying they gotta figure out the battery yeah. so it when they figure out the battery thing it's game over because the expensive thing no you can get a electric car for like 40 grand or maybe like 38 i think is the base and also it's not just tesla like i think almost every company are they're starting to make electric cars so once these get infused into the market they're going to get less expensive so like like you don't have to spend 60 to 80 grand to get an electric car and you talk to most people most people at least spend 38 or 40 grand on a nice car. Like I see people that are broke buying a fucking truck for like 80 grand that they finance for a shitty amount of interest. Like it's def people can definitely get an electric car. I see more and more people drive though, especially Manassas. Like I, if you go in a parking lot, at least there's two Teslas in each parking lot. And, um, obviously there is some money. Huh? I do see a bunch of Teslas. And and obviously there's a lot of money. Like people do have money here, but again, it's like, I keep seeing more and more of them every year. So, and they're not, they're not as expensive as people think, but like, like you said, the battery is the biggest problem. Like it's expensive. It's hazardous to mine. It's has problems, you know, it's also hazardous to like, <laughs> right. But it, it's also hazardous, like, just to like, like just to be on a road and like, just the, like getting in like a, an, an accident with that battery it, it's like really dangerous right but like i said besides the battery it's it's superior in every way <laughs> oh well, yeah but it's like that's just the question is like are they gonna figure out this battery i mean if they do they're gonna okay, have to they because they're you know what dude dodge discontinued all of their sports cars and they're they're dumping them all into an electric line like these companies are putting shit tons of money an investment into the future into these things there's no way they would do that if there was not some sort of promise of you know what i mean like it's like i would it would i would say you're right if it was just tesla and people are just shitting on t- like they did in the beginning because they couldn't figure out how to be- like match them but now that every company is pretty much making their version of a tesla people are like okay this is the future we can embrace it now so every every car company's doing it so i don't know man i think it's just the way of the beast it's gonna happen if it is going to be that affordable, I mean, I guess, but I mean, I still 40 grand is. isn't like, like super affordable. Cause my car is like, I, you know, I, I, my car was 19. So like when they start making 20, $25,000 electric cars, then it's game over. But I think 40 is an, a reasonable amount of money for like an average middle-class person to buy a car and finance it, you know, like normal, not, you know, spend 800 fucking dollars a month on their Jeep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, but like, there's still people. That, the electric Jeep is fifty tons grand. Tons of people that. Right, but like, there's still a, like, I would say most people get like cheap cars or used cars. No, I agree. So, like I said, I think that the twenty to twenty five or twenty to twenty eight range, then that that's like that's like everybody can have an electric car. I think. Obviously, you know, most people like some people can't afford that. They can only afford like a four thousand dollar used like, car from the nineties. But you know, that's how many percentage of people we're talking. But the average car, because like most people, most people live in shitty places and they drive nice cars. Like I, I see so many, especially here, so like, many people have nice a cars. A lot of poor, yeah, but a lot of poor people too have nice cars. That's my point, and, and that's why I'm saying forty grand yeah, is not that like, big of a of, of a financial explain for a poor person to buy a nice car because I feel like. Poor people are spending like sixty well, to eighty grand on all these nice trucks and fucking jeeps and cars and shit that they don't have the money for. So I think forty grand is affordable in my mind. 
Right, because that's just speaking to like a larger program. Exactly. Um, so, but like I said, once it's the twenty to twenty-eight range, then it's game over. <laughs> I can kind of see that, but it's still like there would just be a bunch of people who didn't have cars. Well, I guess is that a bad thing? I don't know. But well, you'd still have the used car market of like the gas, because like you know, if, if less people are driving gas cars, the value of them is going to fucking tank. Or it might get more expensive to drive because there might be less gas stations. I don't know how it's going to work, but. You know, because that's the thing. It's because I just assume they would just totally the government would just go full on tyrannical and just they would get rid of all the gas stations. Yeah. See, you got to slowly wean it out. It's like you got to let innovation take. You can't just like ban shit preemptively. And that's not a good answer. So like like I said, once they figure the battery thing out, innovation will just slowly kill gas cars. Like you don't have to do any regulation. It just will. People will see it's a better option, especially with Tesla. Dude, Tesla, they have these insane because like solar panels were. We're known for being pretty inefficient and expensive to maintenance, but Teslas are, are pretty much, I think, like the most efficient you can do. And they have this like power wall that you can charge your cars with, but it also acts as a backup generator too. It stores extra like power for your house. <laughs> so it's like the technology is fucking cool. yeah, the technology is getting there. It's just making it more affordable and changing the batteries. That's really what needs to and then it's game over. Elon Musk, dude. <laughs> so I, he didn't do shit. He doesn't fucking do dick. He's, I want to know the. I want to know the no, people I, that make that shit. Joking. I want to know who 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 what sign who made this. Like who designed this. Who who came up with the idea. Like that's what I want to know. Yeah. Fucking Elon Musk. Um, but no, dude. No, I know he probably didn't have anything to do. With the that. era of gas cars is coming to a close. Obviously, there's going to be enthusiasts like people that love working on them and building them and shit. Like that's never going to go away. Just like you know, cars from the 20s, people still enjoy driving those. So that's always going to be here. But like as an average consumer, I think electric, it's it's just going to happen. If they can figure out that battery. <laughs> they're going to have to. Like you know how much money all these people are investing? Like there's like the fact that everyone's making innovations to change electric cars. There's going to be someone. My thought is they already have the capacity to do it. It's just, you know, they have to find a way to switch all these companies to make their money before they just start killing industries off. <laughs> Right. So they might already have the technology. They're just slowly weaning it in. So like every year, it's like gas. Like every year, every like five years, I feel like cars get like an extra 10 MPG or something, right? Like it's like slow innovations on the gas car. Get safer a little bit. You get a little bit more mileage out of them. Maybe you have more safety features. You know, overall, the cars really haven't improved too, too much over the last 20 years. You know? Yeah, right. I guess it depends on the model because yeah. people are still driving like Toyotas from the 90s. <laughs> Obviously, the parts have been replaced, but you get what I'm saying. Hey, but Toyotas, those shits run for a long time. I know. I think Toyota will have my business until I die. But like, but same with them. They have a fucking electric car, and I think that thing is like $48,000, something like that. Yeah, that actually could be cool. Yeah. Because I know that would be a good electric – like, that would be like my kind of electric Yeah, that's, car. and they have it. It's, it's already there. I, I don't know what the model's called, but they have a full electric car too. It's just like I said, every like there's an electric Mustang. There's an electric Jeep. Uh, electric Volkswagen, like it's just every car manufacturer makes one. Like, look at a list: full electric cars, twenty twenty three. It's fucking endless. Nice. There's also a new one called um Rivian. Riv. It's like a weird looking futuristic truck that's full electric. That's like eighty grand. It's really expensive, but it's nice. So it's like it's just that's just where we're headed. Damn. Embrace it, Will. 
Yeah. But that does freak well, I mean, me out. Hey, the fucking batteries do scare me, like getting into an accident or just them spontaneously combusting or some bullshit like that. That is pretty freaky. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. That, that's why I'm like, okay, this is kind of like, yeah, I don't know what to feel, at least, you know? Not necessarily good or bad. Like, okay, just like, and the, the shit that, like, the fact that they're pushing this, like, really soon, I'm just like, hmm, I, I don't know. Actually, I'm a little cautious. But, um, you made a good case. Um, but I mean, hey, if they do figure out that battery, okay. It's like, why not, you know? Well, it's like how many, I don't know, like, it's just with innovation. Like, how many how many years does it take to make something so efficient but not efficient enough to lose money on? So, like, they're going to make it kind of shitty or they're going to devise a system to make it not as efficient as it could be just so they can get their cuts. So it's like, you know. Oh, yeah, my, because that's how – my because they wouldn't be making money. But like, my guess is that the batteries are really efficient are going to be super expensive or – you know, let's say the charging station, you pay, like, it's going to be based off of time. So it's like, how long is it going to take to charge your car? My thought was, like, instead of waiting to charge your car, they should have, like, batteries that you could, like, make them unanimous. So you can swap them out on different car models just based off of the voltage and the size. So, like, you don't have to pay to sit there and let your car charge. You pay to swap out the battery, and then they charge that battery and give it to the other person. You know what I mean? Like, they just keep swapping out batteries and recharging them as opposed to you sitting there and waiting. Yeah. I feel like that would make sense. Would. They make but, it like switchable, no, no. like they just make it like a like a plug and play. There's like it snaps into place with contacts, so you don't have to fucking like hook wires into it. It just there's a specific spot, metal contacts, snap it in, fucking go to a charging station, switch the battery, snap it back, boom. So like you're just paying for a new battery every time, like make them unanimous. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, we need to get away from lithium ion. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's just what's that's the problem. Because <laughs> even the batteries in our um, phones, like I like my, I was so excited. I haven't gotten a new phone in like three years, and like the battery dies quicker than the old one that I had. So like, come on, guys, fucking these batteries are such guys, a problem. What the hell? <laughs> and also, like I know they just diminish over time. Like yeah, the, exactly. The of, like the energy, yeah. So it's like um, we need a new battery system. We really do. Bro, these batteries, and <laughs> just 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 make it wired again. <laughs> <laughs> At least, at least then we know it would be, it wouldn't run out. Yeah, centrifugal force. You got to push your car before it goes so you can start. <laughs> you got to have a cord on your car. Hey, so then we're all connected to fucking Washington and the government has control of us. That sounds fun. And then you get some bike pedals. You can kind of start up your car, do a little exercise. You get to do your mandatory government exercise so you can go and eat your cricket like- burger. <laughs> Like in North Korea, yeah. like you, just, you have to run a certain yeah. amount of steps to eat your food for the day, so your social credit doesn't go down. <laughs> God, but no, man. Well, I'm, I'm I'm here for it because you know how exciting the races are going to be because those things. I think a Tesla can go like zero to sixty in like two seconds or three seconds or something insane. Are they really that fast, dude? Electric motors are more efficient and faster than gas. I figured, yeah, I guess I didn't really think about... I mean, I know there's gas cars that are really fast, but damn. They can make an electric car that's quicker than the fastest gas car, for sure. Oh, yeah, I mean, obviously, but I just, I wasn't really thinking about how fast it could even be. Oh, yeah, dude, they fucking yeah. zip. You, you see Teslas, like, do startups or, like, drag races against other cars. They fucking leave them in the dust, dude. Damn, man. Shit. Oh, dude, I want to, like... Get in a Tesla in like this the desert and then just fucking go like two hundred miles an hour. Be, yeah, dude, if Tesla made dude muggies, that'd be fucking sick. 
like ATVs, yeah. the Tesla ATV. You fucking people die. They get injured. Fucking <laughs> shoot off, man. <laughs> yep. Yeah, electric torque is and it's nuts. Yeah. Well, it's ten thirty. Um, I need to sleep. Sleep. And I also need to talk to my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well I'm sure well, you guys are going to talk a lot about the color green so I'll let you get to it the color green <laughs> what does that mean green carbon Jesus Christ go to bed oh, oh I, I wasn't really thinking about that okay well whatever alright well good night Jesus <laughs> fuck you good night bye <laughs>